0: Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your
1: hosts.
2: Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and her, her friends, Cindy and Matt. We are so happy that you're joining us, and we hope that you're all safe and happy and healthy and abiding by the pandemic rules wherever you may live. This is episode 539, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast.
1: In today's episode, we are going to talk to my neighbor, Cindy and Matt, and um, they're going to be talking to us about a trip that they went on at the reopening of Disney. So we appreciate you guys for talking with us. Yeah, sure. No problem. Glad to be here.
2: So... I don't know this. So I know Stephanie probably knows some of the answers to these questions, but we just kind of do guiding questions. But if you have something else you want to say to us, feel free. So was this your first trip to Disney World? That was my question. No, it was
3: not. I believe, yeah,
0: I believe it was our sixth trip to Disney World. Plus we've been to Disneyland a couple of
2: times and
0: done a cruise and everything. This was our sixth trip to Disney World.
2: Wow. That's amazing. So when you were at Disney World, what resort did you stay at this time?
0: Century. It's, it's our favorite, actually. Not as a just value, it's also our favorite.
2: <laughs> we, we like that one as well. That was the first one we stayed at.
1: So tell us why. Why is Pop your favorite? Um, I think it's more the nostalgic of it, the fact that that
0: was the first one we went to with our kids. It's just kind of like coming home, you know? We just really enjoy coming back there. It's, it's, uh, we've stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge as well before, and we've stayed off-site before
1: and um, it's just the one that makes us happy. <laughs> uh, something I noticed uh, was a picture that you posted that really made my heart happy, and it was at Pop. And was that the day that you guys arrived? There was a rainbow. Was that the day you arrived, or?
3: But Yeah, we, we arrived and it had been raining, and uh, we were just hanging out at the hotel because we didn't have any plans for that first day. We were standing out. Uh, looking at the new Skyliner where our room was near there. And uh, there was a woman standing just down the uh, walkway from us. And she's like, oh, there's a rainbow over here. So then we went around and boom, just there across the sky.
1: And it was like the picture you took was amazing. It was actually a double rainbow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, how magical is that? That all of a sudden here you are, the reopening of Disney, you're there for it. And there's a double rainbow your first day. It's
3: pretty amazing, actually. I loved it.
2: Is there a part of... A pop century that you request to stay at, like a specific uh, decade that you like.
3: No, we've never requested before. We have uh, when we've checked in before with family. We sometimes ask if we can get adjoining rooms, um, but never have asked for a particular building at the pop century. Yeah,
2: it
0: did so. It did so happen this time that we got pushed to the center buildings, which I think are upgrades in general, which we never usually pay the extra for that because you know we don't mind the walking. But I think we got upgraded this time because other hotels were closed and theirs got pushed to Pop Century. And I think that therefore we got pushed to the center just as a kind of an upgrade, a bonus for us.
1: So this trip was kind of a special trip, right? Was this Katie's graduation? Yes, um, she graduated this year. So uh, we had planned this almost
0: a year ago. And not only was it Katie's graduation, but also our niece Brianna was also graduating this year. So it was a trip for
1: both of them. And you picked these dates not knowing that this was going to be the reopening date. Right.
3: We had months of not knowing what was going on and whether they were going to be reopened, whether the hotel was going to be reopened. Uh, We just kept sweating it and wondering, should we cancel? You know, should we just go ahead and cut our losses? Um, But we just kept hanging in there. And then eventually they announced that they were opening the day that we were arriving, basically.
2: That's magical. (laughs)
3: And we
0: had these dates picked out six months ago we were we knew it had to be the summer and uh, just because the kids in school our niece brianna was supposed to do camp uh, camp counselor and in june so we knew that it had to be july and then it just so uh, we we're like well let's just go the week of matt's birthday yeah and just so we happened have to be the week they open back up
1: i kind of thought it was like a last minute Decision of like, hey, you know what? Let's make graduation special because it was already so messed up with COVID. So let let's go to this. Like when you found the dates, you just jump on it. I had no idea that this was this was your plan, and it just so happened that they opened on the day that your tickets were for. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, and it was, yeah, it was it was so much of a we went back and forth with should we should we not, you know, but with. Katie's senior year being canceled. I mean, you know, she, they canceled her trip to Chicago. They canceled her prom. We weren't sure about graduation. It was like, we can't cancel this. Like, we don't want that to be on us. So we just hung in there <laughs> and just like, we're going to have to have this happen, you know. And you were pretty glad that you did.
3: Oh, in the end, for sure. In
0: the end, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, we were still iffy even on the way there. We we're like, you know, was this a good idea? But in the end, we were so glad we did.
2: Did you happen to do like a photo shoot with the girls since they were graduating?
0: Oh, I mean, we took so many photos. Um, we posted a lot to Facebook.
3: We didn't, I mean, we didn't do anything professional. We definitely didn't do anything that was graduation specific, but we had ordered uh, class of tw- 2020 mouse ears online. Cause we weren't sure, number one, we weren't sure we were going to be going. Uh, and if we got there, we weren't sure they'd have the ears. So we ordered them ahead of time. We gave them to them uh, when we got into Florida, uh, and then we recreated some previous pictures that the girls had been in uh, over previous years, but now with their mouse ears and, and masks on, obviously as well.
2: Uh, my daughter graduated from with her bachelor's last year, and my husband took her on a dad-daughter trip. And they, the cast members, did an amazing job, like making it special for her and those are some of the best pictures that we have and we have she has a photo shoot because she has a friend that does photography in her cap and gown but I think I like the ones at Disney better because they fit so much personal time with her just taking some amazing pictures so i was hoping that maybe somebody saw you guys and was like hey you want us to take some photos for you
3: well i mean obviously when we see employees or the cast members that have uh you know they're doing the photo pass stuff we stopped and took pictures and sometimes you know they're they've got a lot of time and they're like hey you by yourself you with your mom and dad you with your mom and dad and grandma you know so we did a lot of that sort of stuff and them wearing the ears was a lot like if anybody's been and had one of these celebration buttons, nearly every cast member who sees those ears, you know, points at them, says congratulations, you know, makes a special uh, moment out of it.
2: Did you wear a birthday button so you had a special moment?
3: I, I did on my birthday, yes. Now, <laughs> we that was actually kind of a strange thing right now. Um, the hotels used to be where you got those buttons at, and right now the hotels will not give you a button uh, oh. because they they uh, basically say that uh, they are supposed to limit the amount of things they're touching uh, so they said we could get one at the park so we went to the park and we were supposed to go to a store we went to a store, they didn't have a button but then they told us we could go no, sorry, at first, I guess it was the... uh, Guest Relations. Guest Relations. They didn't have the buttons, but they told us to go to a store. Finally, inside of a store, uh, they did have a button, and so we got one, and I got to wear it for the day. And That's the second or third time we've been at Disney during my birthday, and uh, it does make your birthday, especially an old curmudgeon like me, who doesn't really enjoy his birthday that much. Uh, the fact that everyone is constantly, even not just employees, but also just guests that are walking around will tell you happy birthday. That's kind of fun.
1: That seems a little silly to me that they are limiting the amount of stuff that they're touching, and yet they sent you on a wild goose chase to find the button to see all of these other people, when well, they should have just given it to you.
3: Right. <laughs> I could have just brought my last button too, but I just, we didn't think about it. it we we yeah, you know.
2: So how many days was the trip that you guys were there?
3: Uh, we were in Florida for a total of nine days. I uh, spent uh, four days at Disney, I guess, yeah, four one days day at Disney, park. And one day at each park. And then we also um, had um, three days at Universal and then the day coming and the day going out.
2: Awesome.
1: And you switched resorts, right? So you went to Universal and you switched resorts.
3: Yes. In fact, not only do we switch resorts uh, because of the timing where only Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom were open to begin with. Uh, we were going to miss out on one park, so we came in the first day and went to Animal Kingdom. Then drove over to Universal for a day. Uh, didn't switch, you know, resorts. Then just went over to the to the park. Uh, came back, did Magic Kingdom, and then that way we could still do both uh, uh, Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Following. Gotcha. Quite the plan, right? Well, I mean, it it was all last minute because that wasn't the original plan. It it was the plan to switch hotels, but it wasn't the plan to drive over to Universal for the day. You know, it wasn't the plan to spend all day at Epcot and then still drive over to Universal afterwards. But it all worked out. I mean, everything was great. Traffic was low.
1: So you got to go to all four parks while you were there. Which park was your favorite? Do you have a favorite?
2: You can have different favorites, too.
0: I got to ride Flight of Passage in Pandora Animal Kingdom for the first time. Rode it three times, Love that ride so that might be my favorite this time just because that ride was amazing. So Pandora was new for us so I think I probably enjoyed and that was the least crowded park for sure so I, that might even be my favorite this time.
3: For me I'm probably my standard is Magic Kingdom if I could only be there for one day it's the day that we on my birthday is the day that we went to Magic Kingdom. Um, I just like the classic rides. Uh, I love all the parks. I mean, I, I, I really could not pick one. But if I could only go for one day, I would probably go to Magic Kingdom.
1: Oh yeah, it would be hard to go to Disney and not do Magic Kingdom. I agree with you too, though, Cindy. I think my runner-up favorite park is Animal Kingdom, and it's for Pandora. Pandora is pretty amazing. So, was it all of your first times going on Flight of Passage?
3: Yes. yes. Yeah. We had. We had. The last time we had been was probably five years ago or so. Yeah. So Pandora wasn't created yet. Galaxy's Edge wasn't created yet. So those were new, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was brand new for us.
1: And how long did you wait for Flight of Passage?
3: So twice, uh, two two of the three times we rode it, we literally the wait was the walk. So when we got to the front of the line, it was, okay, we're going in. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh my, I just can't even get over that because I've, we rope dropped it and still waited for almost two hours. Yeah,
3: the first one we did was a little bit longer. I want to say maybe 15 minutes, um, maybe. But that was, at the, yeah. that was near the beginning of the day when everybody had flooded to there basically. That's
2: so crazy. I know at one point uh, I had watched a YouTuber and the line for Navi River was actually longer than the line for Flight of Passage because of the social distancing and the boats and how it was set up. They had it and it was kind of crazy. So did you get to ride Mickey's Runaway Railway more than one time as well?
3: We only got to ride that one once. Uh, when we were That's the ride we waited the longest for. We waited about an hour for it, but that was 45 minutes of being broken down. Yeah. So we were in line, um, had not been in line very long, and there was an announcement that the ride was under maintenance, and we all just sat down. We actually happened to be inside, which was nice. Uh, we were in the inside portion, and then... Uh, sat there for about 45 minutes, and then when the line reopened, it was just walk straight through. And
0: Katie actually took a nap in the line. She <laughs> laid down right there on the carpet, and it was nice and cool in there, and we just decided that was gonna be our break for the day, and we are just like, well, we'll just wait here until it opens up back up, and I think she books. Yeah. <laughs> so we all just sat down and just had a little rest.
2: <laughs> and so how old are your kids? Um,
0: 18. It's, it's our daughter that went with us, and then our son is uh, getting ready to be 24. So he set this one out. He decided not to go this time. oh well, he, I, you know, he's been multiple times. He's been one time without us, even on band trips. So he just was decided, you know, have to set it out.
1: His choice, yeah.
0: He, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, as we went on, he's like, "This." I'm glad I decided not to go, just because he, you know, was so we were so iffy on whether we were gonna go.
1: So you mentioned last time um, that you went; it was like five years ago, and so Galaxy's Edge wasn't open yet either. So tell me a little bit about how that was for you.
3: So we, uh, I mean, obviously, one of the biggest things I wanted to do is ride Rise of Resistance. Uh, and I had spent a lot of time looking online, trying to understand how the reservation system worked for it. I, I, just, I was really stressed about it because I was like, you know, just the idea of having to log in via the phone and pick people and, and all that. I, was just, I wasn't sure how well it was going to work. And uh, lo and behold, when we got there, I missed the 10 o'clock um, timing. So I, I, I got on at 10. I had picked everybody. But when I hit submit, it said there are no tickets left or no reservations left. Um, so luckily they had recently changed it. I think at that time it was 10, one and four. So I had an alarm set for about five minutes before one, did it again at that time. That time it went very quick and got it. Um, we get called back at about five 15 or so, I think four 15 or five 15, five 15, I think. Yeah. Um, and then we were able to ride it. Um, but, uh, that also was because the run of the delays there was because it was broken down for a little while too. I don't know if it's just, you know, things hadn't been oiled while they were closed or whatever, but, uh, There's a couple rides that were iffy while we were there, but uh, we did get to ride it, and that was amazing. And the rest of the set pieces uh, at Galaxy's Edge, and I expected that to be really busy because I expected people to flock to it like Pandora, but it wasn't actually that bad, and we were at Hollywood on opening day. Yes, that was opening
1: day. Which park was the um, most
2: busy? Like the longest wait times?
3: Probably Hollywood. Probably Hollywood Studios on opening day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're hearing, and and they're having some issues with reservations as far as annual pass holders so we were just curious if you guys saw that as well as what we're hearing on our end because we're far away obviously. So did did you guys have any dining reservations while you were there?
3: Uh, I had dining reservations uh, before Disney closed so I had made some reservations before they had actually shut everything down and canceled our reservations Uh, and then when Everything got reopened. We weren't exactly sure how it was gonna work, but they finally did reopen reservations and we did for the first time ever uh, eat at Tony's, Tony's something, the Italian Kingdom. place in Magic Kingdom. Yes, yeah. yeah, and it actually ended up being really good and it, it worked well. Uh, again, they were very well social distanced inside the restaurant. Every other table was basically closed. Um, we you know, wore masks in through the restaurant. Once we sat down, we could take them off. The uh, wait staff had them on all the time though.
0: That was the only one yeah it was the only reservation we ended up doing there were several other ones we wanted to do but then like crystal palace we love crystal palace but they never opened Crystal palace while we were there so that was the only one we
2: did but it was really good i think they're still trying to figure out the buffet thing although they could take their lead from some of our local buffets that are now just having the employees serve people right um but i mean i know that takes forethought or, and they've got so much other to think about just like reopening a school it's there's so many things you're thinking about you can't possibly think of every detail so
3: those are also a lot uh, uh at least crystal palace is a character buffet as well so i don't know if maybe there's some consideration there from a standpoint of that they couldn't have characters maybe they thought people wouldn't be as willing to come but uh, but, yeah i don't know we we didn't really dig into it We, we were only being there four days we didn't want to be on a tight schedule all the time we didn't know how it was going to be we didn't know how busy it was going to be uh so we just tried to hedge our bets but i definitely wanted to have one set down meal where we could all just kind of you know relax and air conditioning. And I'm, I'm glad we did. It was a really great restaurant. I, I would go back to it. Yeah,
0: it turned out that Tony's, there was even a sign out for instance, saying that they were still seating. So they weren't even, you know, even though they accepted our reservation, they were seating people that, you know, cause it was, there was one in there. No one at the park. So they're like, just come on in. Walk-ins welcome. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. <laughs>
1: crazy. So uh, tell me about safety measures. Like, did you guys feel safe the whole time you were there? Were there things that were kind of iffy that maybe they need to rethink? Or how'd that go?
0: That was obviously our biggest worry. You know, we we wanted to be safe and without a doubt we felt safe. Um, Definitely in the parks uh, with the social distancing, they did a wonderful job, you know, spacing out the lines for the rides. I would say 99% of the people did an excellent job staying past their line, you know. The only time I felt in the parks that people weren't paying attention was if there was like a cavalcade of characters coming down the street. And people suddenly just kind of stopped where they were at, you know, and they weren't paying as much attention to how close they were getting to people. But at that point, you just kind of stop and you realize where you're at and you just kind of step away, you know. So that was the only times where people started to crowd at all, I thought. Um, But the hand sanitizing stations, you know, before you get on the ride, after you get on the ride, were right there available for you. And, you know, I just, I felt like the fact that the Attendance was so low and you could just easily just have your own space and I felt very, very safe. Um, The one night we went to Disney Springs. Um, I felt like it was pretty crowded at Disney Springs. And even when we just sat down and we, you know, have something to, you know, drink and we would just sit down on a bench, people were kind of really close to you. (laughs) We're just kind of like, wait a minute now. (laughs) Why aren't you social distancing? Uh, Also, when we went into some of the shops. In yeah. Disney World Springs, of Disney. Like World of Disney was really crowded for some reason. Like they were stopping people. So they were obviously limiting the number. But I felt like the number was probably should have been limited more because it was, you know, we stepped in, we kind of walked through and we're like, we got to get out of here. It just was a little crowded. Yeah. But that was the only times I think those are times
3: that. Yeah. I mean, Disney Springs was the thing I was going to bring up. I definitely if I ever felt uh, I don't know I felt in danger, but if I ever felt unsafe or just like I. People too close. That was definitely the place. Um, one of the things I was going to mention that also made me feel safe was that even one time when we were sitting secluded from other people, uh, eating and uh, dull whip and floats and things like that, an employee walked by and saw us with our masks off and commented that we put our masks back on, not realizing that we were eating. So I mean, they were obviously it's ingrained in them that they see someone with their mask off to say something, uh, which I made me feel good. I mean, you know, I didn't like being chastised when we were eating but
0: but most of yeah, most of the time when you heard them chastising someone like you know like to a child they'd be like oh hon you know let's put the mask up over our nose you know kind of thing you're purely sweet about it. oh yeah they're super
3: sweet about it <laughs> you
0: know it was just i just kind of felt like you know they weren't i know i don't know the one time they yeah they did say that i was like wait a minute what i wasn't doing anything wrong you yeah. know yeah. but uh, yeah so they were being they were definitely calling out who had it below their nose and stuff. And, you know, you'd see that every once in a while where it would kind of slip and people were trying to get away with it. But for the most part, people were being really good. Yes, they were.
1: So Disney's being strict with the enforcement and people weren't trying to then get away with things. Right, yeah, it did not seem
3: like it. Very infrequently did you see somebody with it either off or down past their nose. And every time I saw an employee or a cast member near one of them, they would tell them that they needed to fix it.
2: So did you take advantage of the relaxation stations at all?
3: At Disney, I don't think we did, did we? I don't ever remember going, I mean, we did when we sat and ate, but I don't think we ever went into the actual...
0: No, we didn't. We did a universal but uh, we did not at Disney, we didn't. We saw them, they were there, they were, you know,
3: it was, you, know, you know. We were at Disney first, so we weren't as tired yet.
0: That's probably what it was, yeah. By the time we were at Universal, especially his mom, you know, was was getting tired and stuff. So we did stop at Universal's relaxation station for a while.
2: And I know you mentioned in passing the character cavalcades that were making the crowds. So what did you guys think about them? We have our own perspective here because we're just watching on YouTube.
0: Oh, we were so excited to see a cavalcade. <laughs> I was so excited to see characters, you know? Um, I mean, it turns you into a child. You're, you're just like Mickey and Minnie. Um, So and my daughter has this weird fascination with Doc McStuffins. And she literally chased down Doc McStuffins on her cavalcade, which was crazy. But um <laughs> Just yeah. get a picture. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, obviously we wish we could give those characters a hug and, you know, really have that one-on-one time that, you know, of course our kids are older now, so they don't need that in as much, but you know, as adults, we still need that too. Yeah. But, but it was great to see them.
1: Did they interact with the crowd?
3: Uh, they waved and pointed and things like that. And if, uh, for example, the uh, day that we were at Magic Kingdom, I had my button on and uh, Tinkerbell noticed it. And actually, you know, like, kind of like pointed to me, then tapped where my button was on her chest, and then, you know, made a heart and things like that. So, I mean, they, they're they definitely trying to pull the crowd in as much as possible. Um,
0: but she's like, you know, 10, 15 feet up on that right, <laughs> you know, a float, you know, yeah. but uh, so you definitely felt, I felt like she was safe and we were safe.
2: Yeah, I think their vision in those parades is amazing because we were at, that was when they were still on night parade, but it was Cinderella and she saw uh, our friend that had the button on and, and they actually talked. They Cinderella can talk, I guess. Yeah. So um, they said, happy birthday. Her well, I'm like, How did she see that? It's midnight. <laughs> and um, But I mean, I guess that's just part of their training is to be looking out for that stuff so that they can make your birthday extra special, which it obviously does for sure.
1: Do you like having those parades better than like the normal parade? You know, a normal parade, you've got everybody all at once, but it's just a one and done type of thing. Or did you like just randomly seeing these small parades?
3: I loved randomly seeing people because I'm not big on crowds to begin with, you know, which go figure that I love Disney. Um, <laughs> but I also, what I don't like, I don't like getting to the parade route early and sitting around and, you know, trying to get people that, you know, um, to give you a spot or whatever. Uh, I don't like how long the parades are to see characters that I may not care about or not care about as much. So it's really cool when you're just walking along and um, I don't They're know- the music Yeah, first. they play the music over the PA that lets you know there's a cavalcade coming. So you actually do have a little bit of a warning uh, and then it's also it seemed like it was a different music depending upon which cowcade it was. So if it's music you recognize, you might be like, Oh, I've already seen that one, I won't worry about it. Um, but yeah, it's really cool because then you know you can like look over, you see the parade go the parade go by, which is only a couple floats, and then it's done. So you didn't feel like you wasted a lot of time either. You can even sometimes walk along with them or behind them or in front of them, um and still be going to your destination and still see them and not feel like you've you know, used up a lot of times.
0: And I do think they were going every so often, like
3: Felt like fifteen minutes or so. Like 15, 15, 20, 20 minutes.
0: Twenty minutes there would be another one. So if you stayed in a certain location long enough, you know you you were probably gonna see one. I know the one that we didn't see was supposedly Pooh was at Epcot out uh, yeah. in the grass field catching butterflies with a net. I wish I had seen that. Because yeah, no, I've seen the that. pictures <laughs> and videos now online I mean really wish I had seen that. <laughs>
1: Well, that's good. We've we've kind of talked about how we wonder if that's maybe something that might stick around even after this whole thing is over because they seem to be going pretty nicely and people are are rather satisfied with them. So
2: yeah,
1: I could see that definitely. Yeah,
2: I mean, I hope at some point we can bring back meet and greets. Just because you get that personalization, um, actually, we were talking this morning, we were recording for a different show, and we were just talking about, um, I was under the misconception that when they reopened, that the dress-ups, the ones that have heads on and stuff, would still be able to meet with the kids, because that wouldn't be, you know, they could easily social distance themselves, just tell them they can't, like, hug them by their face or something, and um, so I was sad, and I'm not even a child, but I was sad for kids. For kids thinking you know that's like such a special thing for um i can't remember if lucy did this or not but kissing mickey on the nose or just just the different little little things that they do with them and so i guess that's why they just couldn't risk it but i'm giving it away to listeners but you'll have already heard it by the time this one comes on actually he was saying how cute it would be if they made masks for them so you know that hooked onto their ears and so it it would make it memorable for this time and something that you could say I was a part of this because this is such a crazy time
1: that is that would be a good idea I like
2: that so wearing the mess for you guys did you ever feel like you were smothering or you know like you could just rip it off and it was driving you crazy
3: yeah I mean so you know I'll, I'll, I'll start uh honestly yes 100% of the time but, you know, that was part of the agreement we had. We, we wore our masks here lovely. We go walking pretty much daily, although not since we got back, because we're trying to rest a little bit. Uh, yeah. But uh, we would even take our masks to the park and wear it Try for a lap. train ourselves a little bit. Train ourselves a little bit to see uh, what we're going to feel like. Um, and it was just part of the agreement that if we go, that we know we want to be safe and that we're just going to uh, go through it. Now, uh, some of my family that came with me did not pre-train themselves, and they had it a lot rougher than we did.
0: Um. I, I felt like, obviously, the worst was, you know, walking any distance in the park on the hottest part of the day. And it gets sweaty, and you get miserable, and, you know, you kind of want to pull it away from your face. <laughs> but um, but when we're inside, when we're on the rides, I would forget I even had it on, honestly. It just, you know, the worst, obviously, was just walking out in the heat with it. It was quite miserable. But, but to have it on all day wasn't that big a deal, I don't think.
1: Now I know you guys brought multiple masks with you, as they suggest. You know, don't just bring one, and because something could happen. Did you find yourself having to change masks throughout the day because they were getting too sweaty and humid and all that? Or I thought we would. I definitely
0: thought we would be changing them multiple times. I think most of us ended up using one. I know Katie wore the same mask almost every day. every day. Almost. Yeah. I had one mask that I changed. I think the first day when we. And I'm going to Disney Springs. I changed it one to go down there. And it was a real—it was a thicker mask. And I found it much difficult. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm not wearing that one again. <laughs> um,
3: and then uh, the first day at Universal, we were, we were on the side that has most of the water rides. So they got wet and most people changed on that day after the water rides. Uh, and then we had a couple of masks break.
0: Oh, that, God, you know, yeah.
3: so that required a change. But we always had everybody had a mask on. Plus, we had a Ziploc bag full of masks. You know, one more for everybody, basically. And I
0: think everybody ended up buying, you know, one at the market. because you got a
3: character time. mask. Yes, we <laughs> ended
1: up changing them then. <laughs> what well, better souvenir than a mask? Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised that they haven't come up with a cooling mask. You know, they have those cooling towels. So that it could keep your face, because I think somebody could make a fortune. It's
3: a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it would work. I I mean, the the issue we had at Universal when they got wet was it became harder to breathe through them. I guess because you know the water kind of.
0: Kind of stuck to your face yeah it
3: sticks to yeah. your face and the water i guess fills in the, the cracks between the threads or whatever so it almost gets to the point where it almost feels like it's a, a thin uh latex across your face or something
2: oh okay yeah but um
3: but but i agree i mean that the i i so the mask i didn't hate so much it's more about the fact that my hot breath is constantly right back on me and i'm getting sweaty and you know like i said we, we ended up handling it. i think that
0: yeah i think i handled it Personally, much better than I thought I was. Going oh, to. you
3: definitely handled it better than I thought you. Was. Oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I was most worried about you, actually. Yeah. You-
2: <laughs> yeah. So definitely, if anyone's listening, I would say to practice wearing it.
0: We were wearing them so much that, like, we get into the hotel room and literally forget we still had them on. You know, it was just like, oh yeah, we still have. I like, take this off
1: now. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Which is which is a good habit to have. Did you see
1: that younger kids were having a hard time at the park keeping them on?
3: So the young kids that I saw with masks did not have a problem. I do think that there were some people who were potentially skirting the rules a little bit. I think Disney was um, uh, two and up were supposed to wear them. I think it was three and yeah. up for a while, then they changed it to two and up. Yep. And I definitely saw some some very large two year old, or I guess one and a half year olds. <laughs> um, but no, the ones that had them on, I think they did a great job of keeping them on. They didn't even fiddle with them as much as their parents did, I don't think. Yeah, it did really
2: good. So that's good news. Yes, good to know. Was there anything else that was stands out on your trip that you want to share with everybody?
3: Um, I, uh, I mean, this is not a big deal, but if anybody wants a little extra magic, kind of like those uh, those buttons, uh, right now if you go buy a Skyliner T-shirt, if you're going to be riding the Skyliner, because every single employee will notice you're wearing one and will say something about it.
0: Skyliner is pretty amazing, but unfortunately you can only ride it for certain hotels right now. So.
3: So if you're staying at POP or I forget which other ones they were, Caribbean maybe? Beach Whether I, I
0: don't think oh, it's open yet. And then um, Art of Animation, which is not open They're not open yet up. either
3: yet. Yeah. The, the there's other, one more too. There's one more. But it, yeah, if you, just, if you happen to be going through the Skyliner, yeah. the uh, the employees that work at the Skyliner love if you're wearing a Skyliner t-shirt. So, you know, you just if you want a couple extra more compliments, <laughs> it's a good way to
2: that. that is awesome. If they notice a shirt, like I know Joey had a shirt that got... Um, Discontinued and they didn't have any more. And somebody, it was either Goofy or Mickey, I can't remember. And they made a big deal. They kept pointing to the shirt, getting other guest members, point to the shirt. And I was like, it really wasn't that big of a deal. But the fact that they made a big deal about it made you feel extra special. Did you guys ride the Skyliner at all while you were there then?
3: Yeah. So the the two days when we went to um, Hollywood and Epcot, uh, they discontinued bus service from Pop Century to those two. You had to ride the Skyliner. So we had to do it both day, And I say had, I would have done it anyways. I mean, that was the whole point. That was part of the point was to, to ride the new Skyliner uh, and absolutely loved it. There His were
0: sister was freaking out
3: at <laughs> yeah. first. She and, doesn't like bridges and things. So. She got used to it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, it, we're, so Cindy and I, when we first got married, we went to Disney World was our uh, honeymoon. And uh, back then, I don't know what it was called, but there was in Magic Kingdom, there was a Sky Gondola sort of ride. And I have very fond memories of that. So this, you know, bookends now. I mean, we'll do it again later. But right now it bookends the first trip and last trip. Now we've ridden a similar gondola ride. Um, it's really cool. Aww. Yeah.
2: <laughs> those The ones that, that you rode this time were much safer, though. That's, um actually oh, yes. we, talk, we talked about that today because those were open.
3: Yes, they were. Yeah. And, and these uh, have, they. so I was a little worried about the heat in them but they have little windows at the top. And as they're moving along, the breeze gets directed right in and it feels great. Um, and they pretty much just keep moving. I've seen the lines are getting longer for them now, but when we went again, it was largely walk right on. Uh, it's pretty much walk through the line. And once you got up there, they were ready to put you on.
1: What about buses? Did you have much of a wait to get on the buses, the transportation?
3: Um, so Animal Kingdom bus wasn't very bad, I don't think, but the Magic Kingdom bus uh, going there was probably two or three Iterations before us, and then coming back from Disney Springs was terrible. I think we had to wait for four or five buses. Um, so, so
0: very limiting the you know amount yeah. of people on the bus.
3: Yeah, there. I think there were. I think he said that they normally pack like forty something on the bus, and they were keeping it down to like fifteen or so, something like that. So yeah. it was. uh it, I mean, it, it, we we still appreciate the free travel, but uh it, you know, when you're sitting there waiting, you're done with the day. You're kind of like, okay, seriously. I even opened the Disney app once and uh, uh, you know hit the button to talk to guest relations and told them how many people were waiting in line and they're like, we'll send somebody right away. Still took a little while, but I mean, it did get cleared out eventually whether that did anything or not. It made me feel better about it. <laughs> um, you did ask for anything else. Uh, I, w- I will mention that anybody that's going right now, um, one of the things I was disappointed in, I mean, you know, want to keep this happy for the most part, but one of the things I was disappointed in was that Pop Century, normally we really liked the cafeteria there. Uh, they had severely limited the food that they had available at Pop Century right now. Uh, and pretty much it was pizza, burgers, chicken strips, and it's salad. All, it's all
0: mobile ordering, which, you know, takes a little bit to get used to, you know. You have to pull out your phone, order the food, and before you can even go and sit down. But hopefully that'll get better, I'd say.
3: The food in park wasn't an issue, it was just at the hotel. And I don't know how the other hotels are handling it. But Pop Century itself, its its meals were a little, little lacking for what it normally was. Uh, they, so some restaurants were closed, but the restaurants that were open seem to have their entire menu still. So you know you might be missing every other churro stand, you might be missing a, a few of the, the quick service restaurants, but for the most part, uh, the ones that we could tell were open. And it's kind of nice because some of them were, if you haven't been there, they're kind of hidden when they're closed anyways. Yeah, it's, it just kind of falls into the decor. But, uh, but yeah, the ones that we went to, nobody ever said, oh, we don't have that, or you, you can't get this, and the menus look like they were the normal menus.
2: Yeah, because I know Casey's Corner is still closed, but I was watching a video the other day of somebody going into Cosmic Rays and they seem to have that really down, like how to to get the people situated and everything.
0: Yeah, I heard that
1: Cosmic Rays
2: doesn't have their fixings bar anymore. Right, and that Pecos bill has gone from there too. Did
1: you get to ride everything you wanted to ride?
3: Not Splash Mountain because it was broken and not the People Mover, which makes me incredibly sad. It is my, I mean, yeah, I always tell my family it's my favorite ride and I don't know how much of that is me just making that up and being funny now and how much is true. But uh, I really do like that ride. and We took a picture of me uh, sitting in front of the star We're Closed uh, sign crying. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, that's okay. I mean, it's, uh, I know it's the end of an era for Splash Mountain. We'll probably get another chance to ride it before they re it. Um, hopefully the people mover will be fixed and they'll have it open again the next time we're there.
1: So Splash was down the entire day that you were there?
3: It wasn't the entire day, but we didn't go there right off the bat. So by the time that uh, we got uh, over, it had closed, and they did not reopen it. Yeah, yeah. Bummer. Yeah, if we had yeah. known that, we would have went there first. But we just didn't know. And we, one of the things I promised my mom, um, she won't listen to this, so she won't feel bad that I don't know how old she is. But she she's old. Seventy. Seventy. Okay. She's old. We I promised her when we were going. When I say old, I don't mean old, old. But she's you know she's she's up there and. Um, she, uh, I had promised her that we would not, what we normally do when we go to Disney is we check, you know, apps, we check fast passes, we kind of spiderweb our way through the park. And I promised her we wouldn't do that. So we pretty much started the park and either picked left or right, and for the most part, rode things in order. Um, had we known... Splash Mountain was going to be down. We may have we've done that. And after we finished the park, then we'd go back and ride other things multiple times. Or if the line was really short, we just do it multiple times in a row. Um, yeah, you know, we were f-
0: still checking the app, you know, to see you know what was around us and what the wait times were. So we kind of would go a little back and forth, but we weren't.
3: We were going to cross the entire across, park to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. For the first time, other than People Mover, um, the first time ever, we were allowed to ride a ride twice in a row. Uh, I don't think we've ever or no we had we decided we had ridden uh, Triceratops Spin at Animal Kingdom when we finished riding that uh, they came over to PA and they were like if you want to you know stay on for another round just don't get up Uh, which was I don't know I mean it's it's stupid because it's uh, you know not that great of a ride but it's exciting when someone tells you no you know you don't have to get up and walk through the line again just stay there and we'll let you go again so that was fun
1: so even though there's no fast passes or anything, would you say that you definitely rode more rides this trip than you ever have?
3: I'm usually, we're, we're usually pretty good. The fact that we use the fast passes and we kind of go through uh, as a maze, you know, we'll, we'll go, run across the park we have to, to hit things. We usually are pretty good about hitting everything, but with their reduced hours, we rode everything and left early. We actually didn't generally stay till park close uh, because we were able to get everything done. We had eaten enough, we had ridden enough, we had walked enough. Um, We just went ahead and said, well, we'll probably get a faster bus if we leave now. So we went ahead and and everybody was fine with it. Nobody was like, oh, I missed this thing.
0: Um, We keep asking, are you sure you don't wanna write one more thing? Are you sure? Are you sure you did? So it's like, yeah, yeah, we could have even ridden all rides." We definitely wrote everything that was working that we wanted our ride, which was pretty much everything. I mean, it was just a I think we miss. Yeah, we
3: skipped like the Aladdin thing that's like Treadshirt, Spin, and Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if it was something that was just kind of a clone of another ride, we didn't necessarily spend our time doing that. But we rode the teacups, we rode the carousel. I mean, we just, every, everything that's kind of unique, um, we hit. And I would say definitely, of the, the question we were trying to get to, or the question you asked that I kind of baited, if it was open full time, um, or we definitely could have gotten more rides in than we normally would. Yes. That the, the basic answer is you could fit in more right now than you normally could. No doubt.
2: And did you go to any of the shows in magic kingdom, like country bears, tiki room, um, the tiki room.
3: Yeah. Tiki room. Uh, we didn't do the country bears. No. Although country bears, two of them were out on the balcony. Yes. uh, Uh, which we, you know, stopped and waved at and took pictures and all that kind of thing. But, uh, no, we kind of avoided shows. Um, not because we were avoiding them, just because, you know, we we're kinda of looking at the times for rides and going to rides.
2: Oh I get it. We're just a show we're a show family. Right. Although I feel <laughs> like there
3: was something else
0: we... I know that's why I was thinking there's there, was,
3: there was something else we said and watched, but, but I'm sure where you gonna to 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 yeah. Mickey
2: spill her magic.
3: Now we've done that before but we did not do it this time. Yeah. I know we passed Oh, by. it was the um it was the Pixar animated shorts. Oh yeah. So we went and watched that uh that's at uh, Epcot they have a yeah three three short movies in a row we sat and watched those which was pretty cool
2: yeah that is a really cool theater well we appreciate you guys being on here matt and cindy this was really good because i know that everything that steph and i have been doing have been listening like through your um communication with her and then just watching youtube videos because we wish we were there we joked about jumping on a plane and And I know uh, with school coming up, we kind of really want to jump on a plane (laughs) and and go have fun before it starts because it's going to be a different kind of year again. But anyway, but thank you so much for being on here. Uh, If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can simply email us at Mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can just check us
1: out on our social media accounts yourstorytravel.com or our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast and our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. And as always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, I think
2: it's about that time. Disney love. Have a magical day, my friends.